Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks. I love when we're out of sync together. Uh, All right. Listen up, Autothoughts and Decepticlowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a nonlinear exploration of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. I'm your other host, Nero. And we have ended an era. I just want to say it's very fitting that we watched these episodes on uh, April the 12th, which is, of course... For all those who celebrate uh, Russian Tuant Day, that's this is a day that the Russian Tuant post was made. Yes. Um, we, and get, we get a bunch of Russian Tuants in this. There's quite a few Russian Tuants here in the last episode. Uh, uh, actually, they're uh, Kaonian Tuants. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the final two episodes of Transformers Armada. That's it. Yeah. There's no more. And, and and the series has a very definitive ending, as you would expect from the first part of a three-part series. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's it's weird that they never made any other uh, any other shows. Yeah. They certainly never made a sequel to this show. Uh, don't worry about it. Not Ugh. even one. Never mind not. two. Not even one. So yeah, I mean, a lot happens here. So I think we should just go ahead and dive right into it right like there's there's no use for preamble we got a we got a couple of grande sized episodes here yeah uh episode 51 in the sub is conclusion of a decisive battle in the dub it is origin obviously unicron's origin haven't we um, used origin before no the the i know which one you're thinking of it's the one where they go back in time and uh get they they like bond with the uh the minicons no that one was drift that one's called drift i don't think they've used origin okay it's listen <laughs> they were really stretching on the last on the last maybe uh, they used it in the sub oh they probably did maybe i think that's used- what yeah. I think that's what that episode was called in the sub. There was Maybe. like something origin. Something um, origin because I'm 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 so certain I've seen that episode title, but maybe it was just in the sub. Anyway, things are going poorly. Uh Cybertron is exploding and on fire. So just a little bit. It's just uh, yeah, yeah, red alert sort of digs himself out of the rubble and stumbles under the surface of Cybertron to reenact that that one community gif. Um, <laughs> to just see, yeah, everything's on fire. Unicron is, is fighting his, like, mini-con projected counterpart in the sky. It, it, n- bad scene all around. Meanwhile, like, inside Unicron, like, Optimus and Megatron are still there, and the kids are like, great googly moogly, we have to find Megatron and Optimus. Yeah, so this thing's the size of a planet, though. So, yeah, I mean, I guess they got there and they got there pretty quick. Uh, they they find Optimus and Galvatron already standing within Unicron's heart. They they already got there. Um, and so the Star Saber is is sitting that right in front of them, and Galvatron goes, "Oh, hey, 
the star saber. Neat. I'm going to go grab it. Now Optimus is like, you do not touch that. Uh, but he tries to, and he, and he gets scared off by weird, creepy tendrils that try to grab his hand. I've seen this hentai. Unicron continues to be weirdly organic. Yeah, Gross. it's uh, like I said, I'm going to keep saying it. It's literally the devil Gundam. <laughs> it is. Um... And so, yeah, as he, after he, he tries to grab the hilt of the star saber, um, someone, you know, says hello, an old familiar voice greets them. It's, it's sideways. He's, he's talking to them from seemingly nowhere. Though it's, it, his old familiar voice does not last for long. I would say Sakupan's, oh. uh, role in this episode is extremely limited. Yeah, he's got like two or three lines as actual sideways because as he emerges from unicron's heart he basically instantly goes into a much deeper growling voice and introduces himself as unicron uh sideways was always a shell an extension of his will that he could basically like a we we've known this for 30 episodes but i don't think it's ever been explicit that like we know we knew that Sideways was an agent of Unicron. We didn't know that he was literally like Unicron. I think I don't know. I feel like we did. I we knew like, he was. Here's the thing. Connected. I think. Here's the. Th- I think that the moment that they like that he turned up as Data and was able to just be like, "I'm static now." That was the moment where it's like this guy is clearly Unicron. Yeah. Like, he's been creepy and weird the entire time, but now finally he is standing here saying, yeah, I'm Unicron. Um, But it's not just him being creepy and wet. It's, like, him being unkillable. Yeah. That that is the thing that makes him, like, clearly Unicron. Because him being creepy and wet... It's a a good gym, sir. It's a good Decepticon, sir. Um, Is, like... That could just be, like, weird agent cult shit. But the fact that he's unkillable and turns into static and can, like, morph himself into fucking motor Nemesis Prime. Like, that's the shit that makes him, yeah. obviously, Unicron. Yeah, so he, he is a, a like, extension of his will. A, a, a tiny bit of himself that can operate independently. Um... And before he reveals this, though, uh, in the dub, Galvatron says, you know, another Autobot deserter to Sideways. And and Sideways answers, oh, please, I'm so tired of your petty labels. Weird. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, Unicron is is just chatting with them and and basically saying, "Um, yeah, so I was able to absorb... All of the aggression from your eons <laughs> yeah. long war. I He's was like, just get mad, get mad. Yeah, he was like, "Are you mad? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you fucking angry? I Good. Drink your negative emotions. I yeah. drink them up." So the moon. The, the entire time the civil war was happening, the moon was sitting up there just sucking up all those bad vibes and getting stronger <laughs> and stronger. Um, and he's he is basically like, yeah. I want. I want. I just want to thank you both so much. For uh, helping this plan along as a reward, uh, I will, I do intend to uh, subsume you within my being. Yeah, so again, like almost immediately he heads into this deeper voice. I don't know what it's like in the dub, but in the sub at least, what we do get from Sakupan for the rest of the scene, and it's so eerie, is just his laughter in the background. Ooh. 
So, like, Unicron's talking, and you hear Sakupan as, um, as Double Face just laughing in the background. It's very distinct. He has a pretty distinct laugh. I really wish we got that. Yeah, and you just hear him laughing in the background, and that's it. Like, that is the background noise to Unicron monologuing at them. It's really effective. Uh, I mean, Unicron's dub voice, it is, it is, uh, Mark Ackeson, who I'm sure also did the growls from earlier, uh, when, when he was annoyed at Thrust. Um, he, it, it's a very, very gravelly, low voice. It, um, have you ever seen, now I know this dub is very bad, but have you ever seen clips of four kids, uh, Crocodile from One Piece? Oh, Christ, no. He's I didn't very, watch a single moment of that, thank God. It's honestly a, g- a pretty good voice. I, I like that voice in theory more than the uh, the funny dub, Funimation dub for him. But it's very much like, a, it's, it's very much down here. I want to thank you, Optimus. Yeah, yeah. Sakupan is, again, like he made his entire career off of BL. Uh, specifically playing bottoms in BL. I don't think he's ever played a top. Um, so. Well, we know we know a lot more about Sideways now, I guess. Um, and by extension, Unicron. Yeah. Who knew? That's not true. Kyokawa Mal, I guess he's the top there. And actually, so, I won't go too far into this, but Kyokawa Mal is a, a BL isekai, um, oh. where he plays the main character who finds out that he he gets, like, transported to this fantasy world, as you do in isekai, and he finds out that he's, like, the demon king there. Wow. Um, and he actually gets pos- he actually gets possessed by the the entire point that I'm trying to make here is he actually gets possessed by the um, spirit of this demon king, um, and that voice that he uses specifically when he is like possessed by this like demonic force is the voice that he uses for Double Face, but generally speaking he has like a pretty like tenor voice he doesn't have that low of a voice and it's kind of nasally. Um, so you get, like, this sort of, like, really condescending laughter, um, that, like, in the background. What is Unicron's voice like? Is it just, like... It's what you'd imagine it to be. It's, like, low and, you know, it's not, it's not that gravelly, but it is, like, very deep. Right. So, immediately Optimus and Megatron, or Galvatron, are restrained, uh, by what else? Weird fleshy tendrils. He loves I've it. I've seen this hentai. And uh, he he basically... Unicron... Uh, there's a really odd character arc for Optimus that kind of starts, at least in the dub, in these last two episodes where he's struggling with... Unicron basically tells him, listen, you, You're you can say... you kind of a sicko. Yeah, you can say you fight for peace all you want, but the fact is that this war is still half yours. Like you, you still continue to fight. Uh, you are you are not blameless for that. In fact, I think deep down, you know, you enjoy the fighting. Uh, and of course, Optimus denies all this, but Unicron says, "Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that what the fuck ever. Say whatever you want." Um, and like, yeah, as as the Armada is attacking Unicron from the outside. Like they're 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 basically doing nothing. He is he is he is destroying vast swaths of fighters, even as he is like being held at bay by this unicron of light that the minicons have made. He is still wiping the floor with everything. Luckily, though, uh, sideswipe lands a direct hit 
Uh, let me let me read his my notes here. He, uh, Sideswipe blows a huge hole in his thrussy, which allows the the fighters to fly inside. I mean, that's simply true. Is are it? you going to just dis- are we going to dispute the facts? Well, yeah, a little because thrussy implies that he's deep throating that shit. Who's dick he's that's sucking? True. I don't know. If he if he ain't sucking dick, then that's just a throat. You know that's true. All right, so he blows a hole in his throat, and all the <laughs> fighters fly in. Um. Or if then, he's not being penetrated by something. So I guess you could ta- say that in, in this case. I mean, he's yeah. eating a lot of Cybertron. Yeah, fine. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But it, it's non-traditional. It's a non-traditional thrusty. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, Unicron just, just sort of tells him, like, you have there you have you have you have lost there you basically just submit and and be subsumed and make everything easier for all of us um optimus uh once again says uh how about you fuck off and the matrix begins to glow a bit as he says this galvatron meanwhile he he's gone <laughs> Yeah, he so Gavatron's like, hey, Unicron, suck my dick. And Unicron's like, no, as we've established, it's not a thrusty if I don't suck a dick. And then he just, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he just, like, starts subsuming yep. Galvatron. He's like, shh, 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 yeah, he goes high. The tend- like very much as like the the drained husks from the fl- uh, the the bad timeline that the humans visited. Uh, speaking of which, they are also here. I yeah. think at this well, point. Well, okay. So two things. One is that like Optimus watches a lot that happens in this episode without saying or doing anything. Yeah, he's which is just pretty sort of, fascinating. <laughs> he's just sort thinks- of taking it all in. Yeah, <laughs> he. My man is going through it. Um, the other thing is that at some point. I don't know. There is something I have a note here, which I think has to do with the microns um, who are still engaging with Unicron in their again, in their giant form. Um, and I have a note here that says taking stop hitting yourself to new levels. Yeah. So what happens here is the 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 auto the armada like blows up a bunch of shit in Unicron's interior. They give him a really bad case of indigestion. Um and then he instantly repairs it. Uh, like they they go through all this shit. So many people get blown up by his inner defenses. They they launch this daring assault, and then they fly back out and it's all repaired. Uh, and Hotshot says, "Well, fuck. Uh, retreat, I guess. This clearly isn't working." Um. So then, yeah, then. The humans and the Minicons arrive after, right. after, because, oh, uh, Unicron has a cool line in the dub here as he's talking to Optimus once more. He says, you crave war the same way a human craves oxygen, and it is foolish to deny it, Optimus. Why do you know about humans? <laughs> I mean, he's been on Earth a I long know. time. He was with the Autobots. Si- everything Sideways knows, he knows. I guess. But why do you, I mean, why would you learn, why would you spend time learning about the Krebs cycle? There's one step, it's crab. I mean, you probably, <laughs> Sideways probably at some point just downloaded the whole internet for shits and giggles. I, that's right. Oh, I remember what it is now. Right, so the humans show up with the Microns, and the Microns are, like, talking back to Unicron, and I think Unicron actually strikes Wheelie, maybe? Does uh, yeah, happen? like, yeah. I think there's, like, a, there's, like, a... 
weird wire tendril that slaps him. Yes, I think um, that's what happens, and that's what I was talking about, taking, yeah. uh, stop hitting yourself to whole new levels. Yeah, they, they, they basically arrive, and then Hyware goes, fuck you, Dad, you aren't the boss of us, we're gonna, uh, fuck you up. And your friend says, yeah, whatever, <laughs> you whatever, you fucking losers. And then um, he, like, assaults the entire group of them, and again, Optimus is right there, and just watching this silently. It's like, homie, you can at least say something. I understand you're bound up in tentacles, but you're just, just like, watching. He's just sitting, th- yeah, he's just sitting there. <laughs> um... Also, another another cool line from Unicron here, where, where Unicron sells Highwire, your, my fate is your fate. You were made from me. My uh, which fate is, very is ominous. your fate, and your fate is my fate. So, yeah, Highwire and the others sort of slowly walk forward, seemingly defiantly, but then... Psych! Uh, yeah, Unicron does some shit, so... The the Unicron of Light that has been holding them him back uh, dissipates, and all of the mini co- the street action team turns around to look at all of their their human friends uh, with their creepy evil blank faces. They are they are all of the minicons have once again become extensions of Unicron's will. Oops. Oops. Uh oh. You did this. <laughs> Uh, then all the minicons start blowing the fuck out of the armada. <laughs> like the uh, they just start. It's it's real bad. Um, the kids also get subsumed into Unicron. He's just like, eh, why not? Whatever. Yeah, right. Exactly. As Optimus does, exactly. Fuck all about any he's of just, this. He's just not even struggling. As he's just like, well, he's not shit. struggling. He's not even saying something. He's not like trying to bargain with Unicron. Like you know, let them go. They have nothing to do with this or anything yeah, like he's that. Just, he's just observing. He's, he's just doing absolutely there. jack shit. Like it's weird. Um, and you know, so like Optimus is still is now the only one who is still conscious. Um. And he offers Optimus like a wager. It's like, you know what? How about you you and me one final battle for the fate of everything? How about that, Optimus? Yeah, I know you like to fight. How how about we go how about we go on, on a rumble here? Um but that never really comes up again. I don't know why he says this. I don't I I mean I could have like looked away from the screen when that was happening right. in the sub, but I don't recall that yeah. happening. Anyway, the kids are in the fucking mind zone again they're yeah they're yeah they're in the mind zone and it's so good they're in the mind zone with megatron yeah so you're lucid lucid dreaming but this time megatron is there this one is like way more disjointed than any of their other mind zones right like this one is just everybody's minds are blending together rad wakes up in his bedroom then he's in the forest with the others and then they like walk into a fucking corridor where Galvatron is sitting there on a throne wearing a big Decepticon cape and going, who goes there? I am the king of all Decepticons. How dare you enter my realm, puny insects? And they're like, uh, okay. And Megatron's like, I'm just gonna kill you. And Alexa's is like, nope. And they all pop away to, like, a forest again, and Jim's like, what the fuck just happened? And Alexa's like, we're in a giant mind meld, so I just created my own reality. And everyone's like, sick! 
It's a, it's a push and pull of everyone's, like, mental energies. I am controlling um, the Polycule Mind Palace now. <laughs> she is. And as... They, they keep getting flashes of, like, Unicron as, as, they, as they try to figure things out. And, you know, him just absolutely fucking shredding Cybertron with laser fire. Um, we see Cybertron later. There's, like, a gigantic hole... Missing on an one entire hemisphere of the planet, which is actually a very bad. classic look for Cybertron. Actually, if you look at like Cybertron yeah. throughout the ages, this is like not an unusual depiction of it. Yeah, um, and they also glimpse Highwire like moving through the trees of the Mind Force. So like, oh shit, he's still in here somewhere. We gotta, we gotta find him. We gotta break him out of this trance. So they're all calling out for Highwire. Uh, and Unicron, Unicron hears and says, ah, we, we don't need any of this. So he kind of, he kind of manifests in there as a big evil storm and goes, Hey, shut the fuck up. Just stop. You're not going to be able to change anything. So how about you just be quiet? How about you just sit down and, and, and you go on a little mind adventure. But of course, uh, eventually Highwire and the other street action team members reawaken. And uh, the, then they 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 tell they they sing to all the other minicons. Once again, we have this recurring minicon song for the last time. Yeah. Here. So I've realized now why Double Face would be interested in learning about the Krebs cycle, where it's one one step and it's crab. It's because all the microns are cancer. Yep. So all of the minicons begin reabsorbing themselves into Unicron's body and just blowing shit up. They're literally tumors. It's like, it's pretty impressive. All three of the Minicon weapons uh, managed to to break apart. We, I, we forgot to mention, the Star Saber looks normal. The Requiem Blaster and the Skyboom Shield are like, mostly subsumed and covered in veins. It's It's gross. It's bad. Yeah. So, you know, much longer they would have been that would have been a permanent addition to Unicron's collection, but they all managed to break apart. Um so this is a weird thing that happens. Optimus and Galvatron break free. So Optimus also got a new toy recolor in the final wave of Armada, just like yeah, basically what, everyone else. What was this? And for some reason they decided to just do it at the very end of the show, like literally the end of the penultimate episode. He gets his new colors without any explanation. <laughs> like if you're if you expect that they said something about it in the dub, they didn't. He just inexplicably gets supercharged and has new colors. They're like evil colors. He's got red eyes now. He's cool looking. He looks a little bit like Nemesis Prime, but with more uh, more highlights. Yeah, but I mean yeah, he no. looks cool, but there's no reason for no, it yeah, whatsoever. Like, I guess because they thought, like, well, we can skip out on all these other figures being in the show, you know, because it doesn't really matter. But, like, we got to sell the, the Super Base Optimus Power Links toy, right? Like, that's the big one of the big ones. So we got to make sure kids know they can buy that, is what I guess the logic was. Um, because, I mean, Cyclonus never gets his colors. None of the other characters who got recolors ever get theirs, but Optimus he, he makes he gets his in right under the wire. It's weird. 
Um, it, yeah, I, it was like, I looked away for like three seconds and it came back and was like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gal- Galvatron is like, oh, god damn, how about that? Those minicons really did it. And Alexis, is in a very funny moment, goes, uh, well, uh, you know, Galvatron, um, we, they couldn't have done it without our help. So uh, uh, thank you really would be appreciated. And he just goes, well, I suppose you're right. Thank you, human. Which is very funny. Good um, for them. Yeah, just like, yeah, he, got it. he does the fucking guy tipping his hat respect. <laughs> um, sideways reemerges from Unicron's heart and is about to try to bash Highwire's skull in with the front tire of his motorcycle form, presumably. Um, but then... Uh, you know Optimus keep that motherfucking thang on him. Yeah, Optimus says, I've had about enough, just about enough of this guy. And throws a dart at uh, Double Face, by which I mean shoots him in the head. With the fucking Requiem Blaster. <laughs> and just obliterates him. Just yeah. completely gone. Unicron, by way of Double Face, can recover from a lot. But that is that is too yeah. much even for him. And and sideways, you know, as he as he begins to fade away, you know, says, "You haven't seen the last of me. I'll have my revenge, sure thing, buddy. Whatever you say." I mean, um, he does come back, does he not? Technically, it's a weird situation. Listen, we we'll get into Galaxy Force eventually. Yeah, sure, All that okay, shit's okay. weird. <laughs> All, All that right. shit's really weird. Technically, it wasn't supposed to be connected, but they made it connected when they dubbed it into English, but the Japanese version is actually still separate, but not because they put an easy... Listen, we'll get there. What a delight that will be for us. It's in- it's it's maddening. Um, But yeah, Sideways is dead. Unicron seems to have shut down as a result of all of the weapons being removed. Um, there's a cute moment where, uh, Blastoff gives Carlos a smile, because, you know, they used to be buddies. Um, and it seems that all is well, and as they're leaving, but Galvatron sort of stares at, uh, stares at the lifeless husk of, of Sideways here, and seems troubled by something as, as they leave. And of course, right as they're about to, you know, head out, everyone, everyone's ready to, to go on home, Galvatron says, hold on, Prime. We aren't done here yet. I said very clearly that we were to spend our war until after Unicron was dealt with. We have dealt with him. So I think it's about time we ended this shit, don't you think? Which brings us right into episode 52 of Transformers Armada. What is it called in the sub? Deathmatch. Mortal Combat. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Pretty much the dun, same. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so we open in Unicron floating motionless through space. Uh, everyone's pretty psyched about it, but Hotshot's like, uh, I can't call Prime or Galvatron, and they haven't come out yet, so I don't know what's going on in there. Yeah, he's like, I think Optimus and Megatron are still in there. But it is my guaranteed fifteen minute break right now, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna head back and like this will happen when it happens because I got I got labor rights. It's like we'll we'll wait for them back on Cybertron. Let's just let's just cool our jets and await orders to see what happens. Meanwhile, 
Galvatron is saying a lot of things to Optimus. Uh, he's like, sure is. He is like, you and I are opposites. We were we were built to fight. There is no way we could ever coexist together. One of us has to die right here, right now. And all the kids like, are like, literally, you don't though. Like we've just seen in the last four episodes that you don't need to do that. But um, then Optimus is like. Well, first of all, like, well, before before Optimus steps in, like, the kids are like, you literally don't have to do this. And Megatron's like, they're like, you have, like, you, you see that peace is an option. And Megatron's like, yeah, I mean, ideologically, of course it's an option. On a personal level, though, I need to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, listen, you wouldn't get it. Step aside. Get out of the way. You couldn't even fucking comprehend the beef we have. <laughs> yeah, and that's when Optimus steps in and, he, and he's like, yeah, no, Megatron's right. I want to kill him. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and everyone's just like, what? <laughs> all of the all of the humans are just like, Optimus, are you fucking for real? You can't be seriously saying this. And he's like, listen. Yeah, no, I want to kill him. <laughs> I, uh, I got He's a talking horse. This. He can do what he wants. I want to kill. <laughs> I want to kill. So... Alexis really lays into Galvatron going like, did, did Starscream sacrifice literally mean nothing to you? You fucking asshole. And he's like, no. Um, well, this was the, this is the point where he's like, yeah, I mean, Starscream's sacrifice yeah. was enough for us to get work together for, you yeah. know, to, to set. He's like, listen, but basically Megatron's whole thing at this point was like, Starscream sacrifice was enough to end the, the, combat between Autobots and Decepticons. We're not talking about that here. Yeah. This is not about Autobots and Decepticons anymore. This is about me and Optimus having a grudge match. He's like, all of this, all of this was only to to further my own ambitions to, to make sure I came out on top. Um, and Optimus is like, you know what? I'm sick of your bullshit. I'm sick of all that. You and your fucking ambitions end right here, right now. Um, and it's really good. You know, the, by the way, uh, in case you're wondering, yes, they did spend all the money on this episode. It looks fucking great. It looks phenomenal um, and also homosexual. Well, we'll get there. So yeah, he, Otto is just the great thing. He, you know, dramatically points at Ed Galvatron. It's like it, you, your your ambitions end here. It's, it's time I finally put you down, basically. Um, and yeah, like. Uh, I wrote down here, Opti uh, Galvatron says, you can deny your hatred for me all you want, Optimus, but in your heart, you know the real truth. Yeah, and Optimus is like, yeah, no, you're right. I'm not going to deny it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Optimus spends very little time. Like, you can see that, like, Megatron's, like, gearing up to convince uh, uh, Optimus to fight him one-on-one, -on -one, but he really doesn't need to. Optimus is, and like, he's, ready to go. And he's kind of taken aback by it. Like, yeah. when he says the thing, when he, when he says the thing about your ambitions, he'd be put to rest. He's like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> Goddamn, all right. I Let's thought. fucking go. Yeah, and he's also, like, he, he later he's like, well, I bet you're just gonna fucking... Just sit there and let me kill you because you're fighting for peace and all that. And then it's it literally, as soon as the kids are gone, it's go time. But we'll get there. It's so fucking yeah. good. Um, all, Unicron is moving again because yeah. of all this. There's a um, great... There, so it is uh, Stepper who notices that Unicron is moving again. And um, he is flying back. Um, and 
I just want to point out that he has a, a a line in Japanese as he's flying before he notices that Unicron is moving again, which is "Lolly ho!" <laughs> as he's like flying through this, uh, th- flying through space. That's a uh, that's a Final Fantasy thing, right? I mean, it's like a Japanese thing in general. Yeah, but it's it's definitely a phrase that shows up a lot in uh, in Final Fantasy, specifically Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, I mean, has a big portion it's, of "Lolly ho!" It's based like a lore. F- it's like a fruity, yeah. fruity little saying. So that doesn't <laughs> surprise me that it shows up in FF14. So he's he's just he's just so Sizer's so yeah, Sizer's basically just whistling, having a great time. Then he looks out his window, and goes, "Oh fuck, uh, he's moving again." So immediately, Hotshot's like, "Okay, so this is an issue." Now, uh, here's what here's what I'm gonna do. Everyone else, stay here. I will lead a, a solo mission. I'm going to go in. I'm going to retrieve Optimus and Galvatron. And Jetfire's like... Somehow he doesn't notice the largest member of his team coming up right behind him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Jetfire's like, hey, hey, Hot Rod, look at me. Yeah? Bitch. And then punches him right in the stomach. Right in the stomach. And he's like, all right, let's, Optimus left you in charge of our ground forces. Uh, and I'm not going to let you abandon your post. Plus, <laughs> this is per this is a mission perfectly designed for me. Yeah, and Hot Rod's like, you can't go. You're the fucking sub commander. Like, we can't lose you. And uh, Jeffire's like, I may be the sub commander, but I wasn't left in charge of this. So anyway, yep. take a little dirt nap. Yep. And very funnily, the other member of this little detachment is Cyclonus. <laughs> Well, yeah. He just wanted to hang. Yeah, to be clear, Sandstorm is not assigned to this. No, he just Uh, volunteers. Jetfire starts going on the mission, and then Sandstorm shows up beside him, and he's like, why are you fucking here? (laughs) It's like, like, I don't know. Seems like fun. Sandstorm's like, I want to kill. I want to kill. I want to kill. I want to kill. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, obviously, I guess, you know, he's the only remaining flyer of the Decepticons other than Tidal Wave, who doesn't seem willful enough to volunteer for a mission like this. Plus, you know, as we see later, he just really wants to shoot at Unicron again. He has so much fun doing it. (laughs) He loves it. He still has to be half as good as Starscream. (laughs) Yep. So then, then we cut back into the interior Unicron, where Optimus is like, you know... Kids, it's been real. It's been fun. We got. I. You gotta go. We. You gotta. You gotta get out of here. And the um, kids. The kids are like, we don't want to go. And the microns are like, no, you. We fucking gotta go. Yeah. So Wheelie, Wheelie Bank and RC. RC finally speaks for the first time, I think. Um, and it's like, yeah, no, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, and and obviously, you know, gives gives them a, a nice heartfelt thanks for all of their help and all of the things he, they taught him. Uh, and sends them off. And and uh, Rad and him have a moment that's the fucking uh, Padme and Anakin yeah. meme. Where it's like, and we're yes. going to see you again, right? Yep. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to see you, and you'll be back soon, right? And Optimus is like, yes, I'll be, you'll, you'll see me again. And clearly neither of them really believe it. Um, very funnily, so as they leave, both commanders send them off in their own way. Optimus says, children, the future is yours. And Galvatron says, good riddance, humans. <laughs> <laughs> and then literally the moment that they're gone, um, 
Oh, this Opti- is so Me- fucking hard body. Yeah, Megatron looks at Optimus and says, you should be addicted to shutting the fuck up. And Optimus looks back at him and says, you want to fuck me so bad it makes you look stupid. So this is where Galvatron is like, all right, well, uh, I, I assume you're just going to sit there and let me kill you because you love peace so much. Then uh, Optimus, like, tosses the Matrix away and says... I am fighting you not as the commander of the Autobots, but the leader of all Transformers. Yeah, and then I mean, just fucking goes. It's like really funny because in the sub, it's like by throwing away the Matrix, he's making clear. It's like, yeah, this isn't about Autobots and Decepticons. I just want yeah. to beat your ass into the ground. Yeah, like, that seems the moral. Yeah, it's like this is this. I am not here to represent anything other than I am here to get your ass. Um... And yeah, so he just like, I mean, listen, if you ever only ever watch one episode of Armada, make it this one, because this fight scene is fucking incredible. This fight scene really borrows heavily from like kung fu movies. Oh, yeah. Um, in There's a very a lot delightful, of kicks. In, a, in a very delightful way. It's a very crouching tiger, hidden ass fight scene. And I don't remember that movie. I, was, was that a sequel? Was that like that triple X parody? Crouching tiger hidden ass. Oh usually, shit! Usually the ass is hidden. I hidden find. tiger um, ass. Crouching tiger <laughs> hidden hidden dragon ass. There we go. <laughs> Fuck. You know I did theater with Ang Lee's son. Really? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Did uh? He was either like one or two. He was like one grade and two years older than me because I'm a summer baby. So, um, nice guy. Nice kid. Good actor. Not a great singer, but good actor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Angley Ang watched me perform in a <laughs> regional children's theater production of Guys and Dolls. So great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Angley. <laughs> Where like uh, his, his kid was uh, one, of the, one of the two other gamblers who wasn't Nathan Detroit. Did he like it? Did he, did he leave I, a good Do you think I actually talked to him? I didn't. I saw him. <laughs> really funny if you did. I'm just gonna open the open the the episode in the background here and kind of, uh, you know, mouse through it while we talk because I want I want I want to spotlight a few moves here. Yeah, I mean that was all I was talking about. I, I There's a little... my little my little dropped word kerfuffle. Yeah. So like, so like specifically, it's like I I, I want to how does he start this way? He, he chucks the matrix. He's like, I'm, I'm fighting you not as commander of the Autobots, but as, as leader of all Transformers, or as it was... Wait, he just starts by just opening fire. He just, like, shoots. Yes! Full oh, blast. Right. And, and Megatron's like, you struck first? Yeah, and then he goes in for the fucking flying knee. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so, like, Megatron is totally stunned by Optimus shooting first. Because yeah. he was like, he's like, I bet you're just gonna let, roll over and let me... Holy shit, dude, you could have killed me! Yeah, and he is having a blast. There is so much talk of, like, Galvatron going, Damn, this is just like the good old days. I miss the old you, Optimus. Now that my blood is fucking boiling, this is great. Real, uh, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, real sicko shit. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, Jetfire and Cyclonus arrive at Unicron. Cyclonus immediately starts shooting. Jetfire's like, hey, cut that shit out. Uh, but then they, they find the humans and the minicons who are transported to the surface through some kind of portal. And that is where they learn what is happening below and report back. 
And yeah, everyone's just like, are you, wait, wait, they're doing what in there? And they like pass by, they see like the matrix floating in the air. Yeah. And they're like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. And so everyone is blood on what to do. They're basically like, okay, well, we can't let Unicron gather any more strength. We have to fight now while he's weak. And other people are like, well, we can't do that. Optimus and Galvatron are still in there. Like specifically, uh, Demolisher specifically is like, we can't, we can't blow that thing up. Like Galvatron's still inside. Wheeljack is like, we have no choice. Everyone is split. Hot. Ultimately, the decision comes down to Hotshot, and he's like, you know what? Got to do it. All, yeah. all units attack Unicron. Meanwhile, back in the fight, like they're both having a ton of fun, but Megatron is still like surprised by the aggression from Optimus. And yeah. uh, b- b- surprised, but also kind of like, I told you so about it. Yeah. Um, and Optimus responds by saying, this is my favorite line from the fight, which is like, you know, you're right, Megatron. We are all forged with a warrior's instinct. Um, oh, yeah. And that is something for peace that we must strive against. Um, but while I still have it, I am going to beat your ass. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm gonna get you. Also, a very funny detail as as the jets are being scrambled to fight Fire on Unicron, we get the one and only shot of uh, Armada Rhinox in this in this show. So, towards the end of the Armada toy line, they released a bunch of recolors of old Beast Wars toys. It was, um, it was Air Razor, Cheetor, Rhinox, and Terrorsaur. Oh, and uh, a Megatron toy that they called Predacon. Um, and like they never, they they were so late into the, uh, the, the toy line that they never made into the show. They were in the comics though, where they were like captured by Unicron and warped into the horsemen of the apocalypse as his like heralds, which is kind of cool. Um, actually it's fucking sick so they got a little bit more screen time there but yeah the, the, this one shot of rhinox sitting in a fucking jet is the only the only time they showed up in the actual show anyway optimus and megatron are literally tearing each other apart yeah like optimus is like y- there's like so much wreckage optimus's tire gets blown off by fire he like grapples with megatron and tears off his treads um, it's sexy. After after Mega uh, Galvatron tries trapping his hand in there, <laughs> he just tears it off. Yeah, there's a really good. Ah, oh, there's a fucking incredible moment where he, uh, like Optimus, basically parries Megatron, shoves him, hits him with a roundhouse kick, and when Me- uh, Galvatron prepares to fire on him with his fusion cannon, Optimus tears something off of his body and throws it into the barrel so it explodes. Man, if only Starscream had thought about that at any point whatsoever in any continuity. My well, favorite you know, continuities they're... are the one where Starscream made the fusion cannon for Megatron. Yeah. And... It's like, you did this to yourself, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, Gal- this is yeah, this is where Galvatron is like, God damn, I miss this. You are you are just this is this is just fucking uh, just like the good old days, I'm so happy What's you're back. Better meanwhile, than meanwhile, Optimus is thinking about Unicron's repeated, you know, hey, bro, you love fighting, and I know you can't fucking deny it. I know you love war just as much as that other guy. And he's like, well, maybe he's right, because what... <laughs> so, 
it's been a while since Galvatron used those antlers on something. Um, and so he, he tries to pull the old antler grapple on Optimus that he used on Hotshot a long time ago. Um, and <laughs> Optimus tears them off and uses them as swords. He's so cool. That's my fucking dad. Like, it's... Oh, there's also a bit when he's thinking about Unicron's, like, warnings. Um, he, he like, looks at his hand and clenches it into a fist as he thinks about it. It's pretty great. So, yeah, he is, like, the... the, the this is just... It's, it's an extremely cool fight. Like, this is, honestly... This is probably up there in terms of Optimus and Megatron fights. Um, obviously... The 86 movie is, like, the thing to beat. Um, but this one really gives it a run for its money. And Prime to- has <laughs> some pretty good Optimus Megatron yeah. fights as well. And frankly, listen, the movies don't do a ton great. And a lot of the fights are very messy to look at. But, like, the fights where it's just Optimus and Megatron one-on-one are pretty good in the Bayverse. Yeah. The, uh, or the the ones where he, like, the forest fight in, in Revenge of the Fallen. Right. Where it's... it's uh, him, Starscream, and Grindr teaming up on him. That one's pretty good. Yeah, by no means do you have to give it to Revenge of the Fallen, but... <laughs> but, like, the, yeah, the, the problem is that there aren't actually that many solo fights. It's almost always Megatron and someone else. Yeah. Um, which That's is weird. I, I didn't I didn't see the last night. They probably have a solo fight there. He also fights uh, I mean, Galvatron. I did see, I did see the last night, but something. I could not tell you anything about yeah. it except for the very last, like, minute of it. Anyway, here's another thing that shows up right at the end of the show. Uh, so, Unic- uh, Megatron's toy had a hidden dagger uh, that you could pop out on one of his hands. And it That's finally the movie, makes it. Crouching Tiger, hidden dagger. Got it. There you go. And, <laughs> and it finally makes an appearance here as, as Optimus is about to swing in with these, like, antler daggers that he's made. Uh, Galvatron brings out the fucking shiv and just gets his ass. Like, bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this fight, it's beautiful, but it is also an excuse to, like, put in everything that they wanted to put in the toy. Oh, yeah. That they didn't have it's a like, chance to show beforehand. It's like a huge red gash over Optimus's chest after this. And there's a bunch of, like, white stuff spraying everywhere. We'll get back to that Yeah, later. it does look like um, cum. We'll, we'll get, well, there, there is a shot yep. in particular later mm-hmm. on where I was like, this my note is... my note for it is why the come on his face though yeah all right so actually this is where it is so so galvatron like chucks him through a wall um and and optimus is is just completely exhausted yeah he he is on the ground covered in it is white thick goop covering his it, it like there is we will post a picture of this it is it is un you can't see it as anything else especially when the lines that come out of their mouths are this so Gal- galvatron walks up and says this can't be how our fight ends prime for eons we've battled it's much too anticlimactic i demand satisfaction and then optimus weakly covered in white goop says i wish i could accommodate you what yeah. Hello? Um, it's trans fluid, but anyway. <laughs> What's going oh, on but here? Have I not mentioned that when I was talking about Transformers porn? The, the word for cum is trans fluid. 
That's wonderful. Yeah. So Optimus is covered head to toe in trans fluid. Uh-huh. Um, so before things can reach a critical mass of homoeroticism, um, they get sucked out of a hole onto Unicron's surface. Uh, that has been blown by the Armada. And like every yeah, everyone else like sees them and they're like, hey, they're all right. Hey, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah, so what's what's going on there? Why is Optimus Prime covered in all that stuff? What's going on down what? there? Where did he get that lovely pearl necklace? Uh, <laughs> um and yeah, they just continue. <laughs> so ba- basically Optimus Radio is hot just like, hey, don't worry about it. I've got everything under control let me and galvatron sort out what we're gonna sort out you just focus on unicron um and yeah he he, as as they fight the matrix sort of floats around them in a very cool effect uh so yeah like yeah let me just get this uh has to do with like unicron waking up yep he is he's like transforming back into planet mode yeah and um he starts to suck again He's starting up that suck, um, and they are they they they're just fighting again. Like as the Armada is fighting against Unicron and, and blowing shit up, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. Uh, Galvatron shows up some cool staff tricks uh, as he pulls a pipe off the wall, um, and then Optimus grabs Galvatron in a backbreaker and snaps him over his shoulders. Yeah, he breaks the bat. But he also gets stabbed through the back by Galvatron. So both of them are just utter, completely fucked up. Almost unable to move. Like, heavily injured. Um, and, yeah, this is where uh, Galvatron is like... Uh, th- that was a, a wonderful fight, but the battle is over. I have nothing left for you. You beat me fair and square. Um, Optimus responds, no Galvatron, I think we will have to call this one as a draw. And then he's, Galvatron says this, you have to admit, we really went at it, huh? Mm. Um. Yeah, I can't remember the exact phrase in, um, the sub, but the, the tone in the sub is much more, I'd rather die, actually. Um, Oh, uh, so they made it more homework. Yeah, he's like, I'd rather, I'd rather die than have it be a draw, and then he kills himself. Yeah. So what happens specifically is Unicron is waking back up, the suck is reopening. Um, uh, he also he also he he talks about how like how long how long this war has gone on, how much they've changed over their careers, and 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 Galvatron says, you know, I've enjoyed every nanosecond of it, Optimus. Great. Um, and Optimus is like, I, I can't admit to enjoying it, but I do believe it was a necessary evil. See you in hell, you stupid fruit. Yep, and then, and then, Unicron is back, and, and, and Galvatron realizes that, like, th- this is because of their fight. Like, Ga- the, as long as one of them lives, uh, Unicron will always return. Unicron will always sate himself on the fires of combat. Um... And Unicron's maw is wide open now. We got a big black hole sucking everything in sight. I have to say, um, Megatron does the realest shit here. Oh, yeah. So, Optimus is, like, holding on to Galvatron as they're dangling above this gigantic, uh, horrible black hole. And Optimus is like, no, you do, do not, I, you, we don't, you, 
no. And Galvatron's like, let me fall. Let me go. He's like, I, Megatron says, either you let me go or you lose a hand. And Optimus is like, what? And Megatron takes his knife and stabs Optimus in the hand. Like, I guess you're losing a hand. Uh, and as he falls, he's like, the battle is yours, Optimus Prime. Okay, uh, uh, this is where he says the dopest shit in the sub. Um, as he falls, he says, even in the world beyond, I will be your opposite op- Optimus. Never forget that evil will always be eternal. Ah, uh, that's so much cooler than what he says in the dub, which is just like, uh, the battle is yours. Look after your, look after my men. They'll need you, Optimus. Yeah, no, uh, he's like, don't, he, he literally, he falls and he's like, don't forget you're here forever. Yep. Um, and yeah, so then Unicron just blinks out of existence along with the Galvatron and leaves Optimus floating around in a fucking pile of rubble as he looks at the Matrix and, and just says, like, I'm not worthy of this thing. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Earth where Hotshot and Jetfire are returning the humans and, and just say, you know, just wrapping everything up here. They're like, well, you know, we, 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 uh, we're glad all that's over. The Autobots and Septicons have officially made peace. We're, we're rebuilding Cybertron. Uh, we wish we could come visit, but it'll probably be a little bit. We're going to refocus on home. But, uh, you know, we know where you live. We might swing by again. And then uh, one of them is like, hey, guys ever, uh, guys ever hear from Optimus? Because apparently he has not shown back up. <laughs> Oops. Um, and Jetfire is like, well... No, but, you know, kids, he's always there in your hearts. Um, truly, truly stepping into the Jesus role in the final moments. Yep. Um, and yeah, like... We get voiceover from Optimus here. Yes. Where he's, he, is he saying the same thing where it's like, you know, I, I, my, with, my duty is complete. Uh, I, I, I'm stepping away, but I know that, you know, peace, Unicron is gone, Galvatron is no more. Peace has finally been achieved, and I look forward to a brighter future. Though it's, if evil ever steps up again, I'll be there. It's it's much less specific. It's much more generic, and I kind of like it more, because it's much more like, here's the moral of the story. It's, it's much more like, war will always create suffering and hatred, regardless of the reasons for it. But goodness is inherent to everyone, and anyone can be a friend. That's love. Anyone can be a friend. We get a cool shot of him in his original colors, like transforming in space doing doing a cool hero pose um and then just a little stinger we see unicron all of his lights shining poking out from behind a distant star and a clear like homage to the opening shot of uh the 86 movie and that was armada that's armada that's it you know unicron you can can put him down but he ain't gone forever what an exciting first season it is. It was ultimately, I think, it has a very strong conclusion. It's it's real rocky. We'll say a more obviously in our in our season recap episode next week. But like, I don't know. That last episode was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I think this was a good again as as sort of the introduction for both you and me to the franchise in a serious yeah. way. Um, the, yeah. the series that both of us that was the first series that both of us actually like sat down to watch in any real way i think it was a good starting point for us and obviously we're here now so lasting impressions for sure yep i think you know i would say the best 
out of the trilogies, either this or Cybertron. Probably Cybertron is a stronger show uh, all the way through, but I think Armada is more iconic. We're not, even gonna, we're not gonna talk about the other one. That one <laughs> is. We don't is say a, the it, e word here. Yeah, that it, much like Unicron, uh, you know, Unicron lurking at the depths of the cosmos, waiting to strike once more. That show is uh is lurking in the depths of our podcast waiting for one of us to say the the accursed phrase it will happen eventually it will happen eventually we're gonna get through all of them Um, (sighs) but uh for time being we got some questions we do some finale questions here for armada which you can submit to us by joining our discord and putting them in our comlink uh question channel or by uh, responding to our asks on twitter um so our first one today comes from robin is prime which is tell us what is the reason behind color schemes are they something the transformers are born with why those colors if they can change your color schemes why don't they do it more often uh well i mean in universe for this series at least uh it is a reflection of them being like powered up by the mini cons and gaining new strength I mean, uh, yeah, so the real reason behind color schemes, as we've discussed many times, is to sell toys without changing models. Yeah, well, it's way cheaper to just, like, instead of... To repaint. Like, Yeah, to repaint. Like I said, the, the final wave of Armada was basically Unicron and then a shit ton of repaints. Yeah, so that is that is the practical reason behind it. In, in the universe reason, um, I think... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we see that... I mean, again, depends on your continuity. I'm not a fan of Maraid Scott's work on the comic. I think Till Aller 1 is a pretty mediocre and ham-fisted comic. But, you know, she says that everyone has, like, a true form. Even if they weren't, even if they were forged. Not forged. Made to order. It's so weird, because that concept never comes up again outside of that comic basically it's so ham-fisted um, i really don't like it i i really think she's a very weak writer but <laughs> yeah I, I when i read that i was like eh, the only thing um, that series had going for it in my opinion was sarah stone's art oh yeah um, uh which but is of course you can just one. read you can just read the first one wind, right you can just that. read windblade instead a much a much better comic uh, but um, that being said we do see several redesigns of different characters starscream is one that goes through a ton megatron is one that goes through a ton within the comics i'm talking within the same continuity yeah Um, megatron goes through a lot of bodies mostly because he keeps getting blown up right Um, but starscream does it because he's vain yes uh there's also rodimus repaints himself in grieving colors um so Rodimus so like, repaints himself. So all the like because the vain, he's vain ones do. Right, all of the vain yeah. ones do. And so it's basically something like if they can change your color schemes, why they need to do it more often? Probably because most of them just don't see it as practical. I have no idea how expensive something that that I mean, I'd imagine it's something akin to like cosmetic surgery. Yeah, like right? to get an to get like an actual like yeah, you could paint yourself, but that's gonna wash off eventually. Right, um, but to to actually get like retrofitted, I imagine something akin to, you know. Yeah, Cosmetics because I mean surgery. So only only the people who are like characters who are like very very vain are actually going to yeah. invest money. So it's like knockout. It's Starscream. It's like Rodimus. Yeah, like the thing about the the the, the colors that you had to remember, like that's their. It's like living metal. That's their skin, basically. Um, yeah, there's weird. like nanomachines. 
Yeah. That, like, nanites that, like, do repairs or whatever. So, anyway. Um, yeah, for it, for those who care enough about it and have, like, the money to invest in it, they do, like, we canonically see that they do Oh yeah. that. Um, and, you know, also, the, it shows up a lot in the this one, and it is especially egregious in uh, the show that shall not be named, where, like, the entire cast gets recolored at one point, basically. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, Cass uh, Arachnia has another has a question here, which is, if you had to steal an important document on Cybertron, which three Transformers would you want to team up with? All right, I have to break this down between Armada and every other continuity again. So, so yeah, I mean, obviously we need the three most competent Armada characters. So Blur is there. Blur is there. Um, Who's the, like, Blur is the fucking, like, I guess Starscream? Uh, I think Starscream is a loose cannon. He might yeah. he might go off on something and then fuck something. I think we need you know. Well, Blur's got Silverbolt's a... also a loose cannon. Well, he's he's a, he's a little bit more aloof about it. I think he got his hot head oh, under control. Oh, Rampage. A bit. Yeah, Rampage he, has it you know, under control. The stealth. He also has the fucking stealth ability, and by and that Ratchet. measure, yeah, I think Ratchet is the plans guy. Yeah, Ratchet exactly. is the guy who's like sitting in the command room. Yeah. Blur is like the guy um, who's in there, you know, uh, doing doing the, the the social stuff, right? Like he he he's he's the cool guy at the door, and then and then Wheeljack is is the one slipping inside. Devastor, or alternatively, Devastor could also be good. Yeah, actually, you know, yeah, yeah let's swap Blur for Scavenger. He's yeah, a, he's much more good at the like the social game as we see in the show. Yeah, um, we could also swap Wheeljack for Thrust, but I don't think that would be a good idea. No. Because they can both turn invisible, but Thrust is a bad guy to put on your heist team. <laughs> yeah. He will betray you. He will betray you. Possibly also, to the you devil. have to be around him. Yeah. Sideways, similar trade-off, would not want to do it because, once again, he will betray you. Right, exactly. He'd be great at it, but he would betray you. He is literally the devil. Um, As far as, like, continuity, like, IDW, I guess, is the one we always jump to for yes. continuity-wide, right? I'm going to uh, go, go cross-continuity, though. So I'm going to say IDW Drift. Yeah. I'm going to say G1 Mirage. Yep. And I'm going to say TFA Jazz. Oh, yeah. He's a smooth operator right there. Yeah, that makes sense. That all, that all makes sense to me. That all tracks. That, that, that's a team I could get behind. Actually, no. I'm going to, because I just can't fucking stand Mirage... I'm going to switch out Mirage with um, literally any sound wave, but um, let's, ah, let's, the, do, the let's do Prime. Type. Let's do Prime oh, sound the, wave. The really strong silent type. Yeah. Prime sound wave is the ultimate Chad. Love that guy. I fucking love Prime sound wave. Uh, Cass also asked, would you go back in time and kill baby Megatron? Brainstorm tried to. I know. It didn't go very well. I know, but I kind of want to try again anyway. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, sure. Time paradoxes will happen. You might accidentally create a, like a cryptid, uh, but you know, it's worth trying. I guess there's so many time paradoxes in that fucking series. If all, all fucking folded. It in is on like itself. it is a series. It is amazing that it's a series that is literally like predicated on time paradoxes. There's so many of them. But like, speci- <laughs> like that is like none of it would happen if specifically redacted didn't. Uh, yeah. Yep. create one giant time loop for the entire series that you find out at the very end of the series. I love that shit. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, following. Oh, can I? Can my phone please work? Oh my god. No. No. Oh my god. What the fuck is happening with this? Uh. Hmm. One second. I have to restart my. Well, like is I will read the next question from Robinus Prime. Which is, ever think about how Transformers, a children's series, is allowed to have very gruesome on-screen deaths? It's because they're robots. Yeah, it's not people, it's fine. The rules are different. And even then, in the comics, the deaths get far more gruesome. <laughs> poor, poor Pipes. Oh my god, Pipes. Uh. <laughs> oh, and, and not to forget, uh... God, there's just so much Robogore in the works of James Roberts. Remember what happened to Springer in Last Stand of the Wreckers? Oh no, it's Overlord. Overlord gets all his skin blown off. Yeah, there's also just like the entire DJD. Ugh. Uh, they have a guy who's a wood chipper. Slash He's big. Uh, and Furnace, simultaneously. Yep. They have a... Uh, a pet who is well, well we, we won't say what the deal with that one is yeah the, uh, let's just say <laughs> when, your pet play, when your pet play gets really advanced it's the it's the highest level it really um, is alright um uh, from Horn My Star Scream is which alternate modes do you like the least slash what would you replace them with um so let's limit ourselves to Armada let's here. limit ourselves to Armada okay um I don't know. A lot of like the cars I, are pretty generic. I like a lot of the designs in Armada. Um, let's see. I mean, I feel like Sideswipe should be like a motorcycle or something, right? I mean, it feels weird that he's a car. I mean, as Stepper, I think it makes sense. As Sideswipe, yeah. he should be a Lambo. But he's not even a Lambo. He's, he's like a fucking yeah, sedan. I know. He's like not cool at all. So I think he's, it's, the least, I think he's such a nerd. I think that's just like a weird. And of course, again, like I, I know that like a lot of the G1 names were like reused here with nothing that resembled their yeah, G1 just selves. With reckless abandon. Yeah, and like I don't mind that, but like Stepper does not look like a sideswipe. <laughs> no, he doesn't act like one either. It's just a fucking. Yeah, like this is that name and like calls to mind a very specific attitude. And it's not Steppers, so he's he's the the most the most fucking jock ass Autobot you can think of. Yeah, Jet Gito. But no, Ste- Sidetrip is just sort of a weird nerd who <laughs> really wants to impress his bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than other than, I mean, I would just redesign Sideswipe from the ground up. Honestly, I just don't. He's the design I think I th- I like the least. I wouldn't change Thrust for the world. I love how fucked up he is. Um, just a hideous beast. Like, uh, I don't know, I guess... I mean, we talked about the the, the Megatron tank thing. Uh, I guess this tank looks fine. I'm trying to think of another, like, alternate mode I have issue with, and I can't really think of one. Like, they're, they're all they're pretty fine. good. The, yeah, the alt modes, I, I don't feel particularly strongly either way about any of the alt modes. Once again, once we get to the, the, the series that will not be named on this podcast, uh, I will have a lot to say about how fucking ugly everything is. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun when we can't even name the series while we're watching it. <laughs> we're recovering episodes 30 and 31 of, uh, you know, that one show. Yeah, 30 and 31 of fucking static noise. Um, from Spike, now that you've reached the end, why is it named Armada? Well, 
uh, all the sh- all the the United Cybertronian Armada that fights against Unicron at the end, um, and the Minicons, I guess too. From Robin, this prime again. Uh, if you're if you were born into the Functionist Society, what alt modes and thus social statuses do you get saddled with upon being born slash constructed? Um, I'd be one of those laser pointer guys. I think I'd be like, just given my background, born into like relative privilege because that's like the background that i come into um i don't know maybe it'd be born on caminus none of this would happen no this would happen simply not being born into the function of society yeah i would i would just if if i was going to be born into the function of society i would simply say no thank you rip to (laughs) rip to uh brainstorm's alternate timeline but i'm different Uh (laughs) uh-huh That dude just loves making weird. It just loves making Splinter timelines, doesn't he? I love him. He's so he's so gay, and he's so he's so gay. I can't believe he does all of this because he's gay. He's gay and unhinged, and we love that. Look at me, Perceptor, Perceptor, Perceptor. Please let us be Perceptor. Look at this. I admit it's time travel. Perceptor. Simpatico. Ah, brainstorm. Uh, Overlord Bunny asks, who is the best pair of pants? Jetfire. Jetfire. Tidal Wave was barely sentient. Overlord, Overload just wasn't sentient. He didn't say anything. He was just guns. I forgot about Overload. <laughs> so don't worry, the show did too. Like, another another late edition Armada thing where just like, just shove it, just put it in there. Just shove it in there somewhere. The kids gotta know they can buy this. Um, Which is the same because I think I like I like the bit like the fucking yeah design. no I would like to see more of that honestly, but it never just it's just never happened. It happens in like two episodes and it was never mentioned again. Yeah, literally one time he combines with overload overload to like fly away from Galvatron, and then uncombines with him without doing anything. Perfect. <laughs> what was the point? Perfect. That's uh, uh, Arachnia asks. Do you think Megatron has girl power? Do you think he wielded girl power effectively by funneling muns into funds into into micron militias? Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. What if it was purple? What if it was purple? You know, we never saw, we didn't see Leader One say goodbye to Galvatron. I wish we saw that. They they seemed like they were bros a little bit. Also, Sparkplug just vanished. No Sparkplug. Yeah. He's gone. He's out of here. Yeah, I mean, all the it's really funny that all the microns who like weren't. One of the weapons immediately but, stopped being relevant, except for the straight however, action team. Except for Blackout, too, because remember, they saved Blackout. Uh, right, when, when, yes, you know? but it's just like, I'm like, what? Yeah, they're just gone. <laughs> Completely. So sad. They're, they're, they were in the giant glowing uh, uh, Unicron bubble. Yeah, they are in the orbs. Does Megatron girl boss Kate keep in Gaslight? No, Double Face does. Well, remember, there was that episode in The Fog where he was just cons- constantly gaslighting Starscream. Okay, he does gaslight. The girl bosses. Does he gatekeep, though? He gatekeeps control of the Decepticons. That's true. There we go. All three. And finally, <laughs> our last question of the season, except not really, because we're going to open up questions for our general season wrap-up next week. From Casey Cosmotector, was the real Armada the friends we made along the way? Yes. Yes. Quite literally, yes. Well, that's it. Until next time when we uh, when we when we recap this show as a whole and officially announce 
even though it's kind of an open secret. Yeah, we officially announced, <laughs> even though I've been talking, we've been talking yeah, about it for Even though everyone knows now. what the next thing we're going to be covering is, we will announce what season two of the show we'll, we'll be covering. Um, I'm Prey. And opening up guest spots, so keep an eye out for that post. Um, we have been Prime Cuts. You can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. Join our Discord in the link in our Twitter bio right there under the links section. Uh, I, I think this week I will try to do a Jackbox, either this week or next week, since we finished with the season. I'll try to get that together. I think um, we should do it next week. I think we should do it after the yeah. wrap up. That sounds good to me. Um, we are, of course, a part of the Noise Space Podcast Network, noisespace.xyz. Uh, with all sorts of wonderful, glorious, beautiful shows, such as Ford Ford ReZero, uh, Kyle XY, uh, Zero to Zero. Uh, I, I gotta watch the fucking Suicide Squad. I, I definitely want to watch it's that good. before I listen to that. It actually, it actually was good. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't watch Wonder Woman 1984. Because uh, there's no way uh, before I listen to those. <laughs> so I, def- I definitely want to. L- I definitely want to watch the good ones. Uh, just like any anything you could possibly want in a podcast, you can have on Noise Space. That's the Noise Space promise. Uh, don't don't. That's non binding though. You can't you can't hold me to that. Um, me? Oh, why me? You can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Um, and. All of my various projects in all sorts of other various places, such as the old Shira podcast I did with my friend Jane. That is at Podcast of Power. It is a it is a recap and companion podcast of the 2018 Netflix Shira. And finally, I can say this for real. Yahoo! You can follow our Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast, Radio Free Heidelin at Heidelin Radio. The first prelude episode went up this week we got three of these i'm editing the second one the first one's all about the general like game of final fantasy 14 like what is it the second one's going to be all about the timeline of eorzea and the third one is going to be covering the sort of lost media almost that is final fantasy 14 1.0 the game's so bad they literally blew it up and started over um but there's important stuff in there, and so we must document it. After that, we will be beginning our journey. So keep an eye on that. That's going to be starting up very, very soon. Uh, and I'm also on Disney Minus at Disney Minus Pod. We just did an episode on Brave Changing Your Fate. Um, and next episode is going to be on Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes, a all time classic. Who Framed Silly Rabbit? Mm-hmm. And that's me. Uh, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast I do. It's called Pot of Greed. You can find us at Pot of Greedcast or on Noise Space or wherever you find podcasts. And it's about Yu-Gi-Oh! And we're towards the end of Season 3 of GX and have been for a while. But this is this time for real. Um, we're really... We have... I think we finish... We're finishing Season 3 in June... No, we're finishing season three a... in July because we're going to take August off. <laughs> it has a body count. Oh, a rapidly growing body count. We 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 have like a hundred people dead at this point. Yay! Like, 
Judai, Judai's on the warpath. Um, it's... I wonder why they couldn't dub season four. It's a mystery. Um, it's a good time, though. Uh, this week's episode was one of our best. Um, there's a big flat dick in it from the 4 p.m. dick flattening. So <laughs> go ahead and uh, give that a listen. And I think that's it for me. So um, this has been uh, Prime Cuts. This has been Prime Cuts covering Armada. Um, and until next time, I am going to uh, show you my Kung Fu Transform and Roll Out. I will grapple with my eternal opponent, kiss him tenderly on the cheek before Judo throwing him through a wall. And then transform and roll it's out. It's a Kaonian twant. Peach! Peach! Peach.